welcome to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am Chris with my lovely bride, Jamie, and we are so glad that you joined us today, that you are here, and we're hoping that we can help to bring some hope and mm -hmm. some encouragement into your life and into your marriage today. Yeah, because here's one of the things we hear a lot, and I think you have probably heard this from, from friends, online, wherever. Mm -hmm. it, it's a line that I think everybody has heard when it comes to marriage, and it's that, we just fell out of love. Yes. <laughs> you have the soundtrack today. <laughs> yeah. And so it is a common problem that couples have. Okay. Okay. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. It, this is a serious that. topic. This is a serious topic. It is topic. a serious topic. And I, I mean, because yeah, look, I, I actually, in uh, one of the reasons why I'm kind of rubbed wrong, I hate hearing that term. We fell out of love. How mm -hmm. do you fall out of love? It's not a gondola. It's not, a, you know, it's, it's like, it's almost like, oh, we fell in love. So we fell into this hole. Yeah. And then how suddenly we fell out of the hole. I, I mean, yeah. I don't understand that and what people are trying to mm -hmm. mean by that. And I, honestly, I think if you say that, I don't know if you mm -hmm. want to know what you mean by that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even the term when you say we fell in love, mm -hmm. I mean, even that, like you didn't just fall in love. Mm -hmm. You dated, you had a process, you learned about one right. another, you developed love. Yeah. Is what you did. We don't just fall into it. Right. And mm -hmm. this idea of falling out, that just means, boom, I'm done. I don't love you. Don't know what happened. It's like tripping. Right. But what happens, but there, regardless, there are couples who are no longer in love. Yeah. And it might just be one of you and it might be both of you. Mm -hmm. And that's an issue. Yeah. You know, not being in love when you're married, that's problematic. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It's definitely, it's, it's not the situation you want to be in. Right. And, and and this is important. And this is actually good news because you didn't fall out of love. What happened is you developed daily bad marriage habits. Mm -hmm. You disconnected. Maybe you quit talking. You did things that got you to the place of losing that love. Yeah. And why that is good news yeah. is because... That means you can do things to rekindle that love again. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just—I was thinking it's not that so much that that we tend not to see that people fell out of love. Mm -hmm. We tend to see people that their love kind of gets pulled, covered up mm -hmm. by junk. Yes. Um, and, and, yeah. and I don't want to say smothered. That seems to be. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> but, you people know, yeah. can relate with that. Right. Well, I mean, that's one thing that that resentment does. It just starts to do a weight that just starts mm -hmm. to crush the the life, the breath out of relationship. And so that we, mm -hmm. we so it, after a while, it feels like there's not really much there, but majority of the time it's, it's, underneath. it's, it's underneath. We just yeah. got to, we have to uncover some of that. We have to let off some of that mm -hmm. weight and then start to show some of that shiny love again yeah. and, and re remind you that it's there. Yeah, no, that is such a great point. I love that. Mm -hmm. And like resentment, one of the quickest ways to have resentment in your marriage is to not be honest with your spouse, mm, mm -hmm. to not share with them how you're feeling, to withhold from them, yeah. to like you fell in the people-pleasing trap, that mm -hmm. passive trap. When you're not speaking things about things that are hurting you or that you're concerned about, if you're not sharing and you're just giving your spouse the win all the time and they're always getting their way, yeah. That is one of the fastest ways to develop resentment. And resentment will mm -hmm. pile on top of love and start smothering it when mm -hmm. you're avoiding issues in your marriage. 
that starts smothering your love because all of a sudden your focus is on all the problems and uh, and on all the lack and the more you focus on that the bigger they get the more sure. magnified the issues are yes, and definitely. the problem is and the lack of love is and the smaller that that little flame of love gets mm -hmm. oh yeah no absolutely we've, we've said this before whatever we focus on we make larger mm -hmm. so if you're focusing mm -hmm. on all the negative stuff and all the problems and all that they will become insurmountable yeah and that's easy to do and it's not saying oh you have a negative mindset and no all that no pain does that pain yeah pain has a way of pain screams louder right Oh yeah, it says we we were hurt this way. Mm -hmm. Let's not get hurt that way again. Mm -hmm. Better watch out for it. Right, and so you're on high alert. Mm -hmm. Better keep for anything eye. painful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. So if this is you, if you're you're in a marriage where you're like, you know what, I just don't, I don't think I love my husband. I don't think I love my wife anymore. Or you're both like, it's just lukewarm, mediocre. Mm -hmm. There's Very no hopeless. spark there. Then this is this is the episode for you because we're also going to tell you things you can do. And one of the, the th yeah, I was just thinking, or if you have friends that, that you know that they're at, it is, would be loving to send it over to them, but also it might be felt as an insult a little bit. Yeah. yeah but you know what? But it's loving. We need to start insulting one another we need to for get, the sake of our marriages get, and for the sake of truth. We need to meddle in, in each other's lives yes. for good things. For Yeah, good. we do. Mm -hmm. We do. So forward this episode, if, if you know somebody who could use it, but one of the things you want to start with is just take time to reflect mm -hmm. because whether you feel it now or not, you're next to somebody who you did at one point love a lot. Mm -hmm. So much so that you used to be excited to spend your life with this person. Yeah. You were like, you were counting down days until a wedding. Mm -hmm. You were excited. You were looking forward to that moment. And so think about that and ask yourself why. What did I love about my mm -hmm. husband? What did I love about my wife? Sure. Yeah. One of the things that you saw that are, were strengths. Right. Because so many times right. those things that attracted to us, it's all the strengths that later on turn into, it's like, oh, you know, yeah. Oh, you're so steady. You're so stable. You have no emotions. <laughs> you're controlling. You have no passion. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You're controlling. Everything yeah. has to be on your timetable and your schedule. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I remember that with us. Like, I loved how like free spirited and spontaneous you were mm -hmm. because I'm highly structured, almost like too much so that it was like controlling mm -hmm. in my life. And I loved like, oh, I could just go with the flow with you well when you get married in a few years it's like oh my goodness can you make a plan can, can we do something that i'm not blindsided by on occasion yeah. is there something that i that do i always have to be the one making the plans can yeah. you ever step in and can you ever you know you can decide where we go to eat sometimes you know <laughs> yes that's yeah. so true so mm -hmm. taking that time to look back and go you know what there was a point where we saw these differences mm -hmm. as great strengths. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, there's a, an issue that will happen. We'll get into rhythms, and mm -hmm. usually for good reason. We'll do something that will become a rhythm. Maybe it's because we have there's a newborn baby, and so we're, mm. we're, we're having to deal with sleep and who stays up and who says yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so you start to develop a pattern. But a lot of times those rhythms will change into ruts. Yeah. And, and that mm. happens when we keep doing the same things but it's no longer serving the same purpose. Yeah. And in fact, then it, at that point, it's usually working against us. Yeah. Right. So that, that idea of, I'm just going to expand on that idea. So that it's like, well, I always get up with the kids, mm -hmm. even though they're three, four, five years old now, and you always sleep through. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You're not nursing, Dad. Get up and help out yeah. your, your kid who had a nightmare at 4 o'clock. It's okay. Right. Uh, we know that right. you have to work in the morning, but you'll be you'll be okay. And it's probably going to be mm-hmm. a good thing for your child to, to feel that, that man presence when they're feeling unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. And now that you're talking about kids as well, mm-hmm. that's one of the things, the accidental ruts mm-hmm. we can find mm-hmm. ourselves in sure. is kids are demanding. Kids are demanding. Yeah. They will take a lot of your focus. They take a lot of your time, your mm-hmm. energy, your focus. They soak up your love the most. Mm-hmm. And accidentally, because if you're not being intentional, these things happen. It begins to be like a slow fade in your marriage where all of your focus is on doting on your children, loving your children, taking care of your children, meeting their needs, and you forget that you're even married. Mm-hmm. And if you have one spouse that does that, the other spouse may feel it and just go with, just withdraw. Yep. And now they're not even connecting with the kids because you know what? They're your kids. You're, I don't even have a say. I can't compete with these little cuddly things. Right, mm-hmm. right. And now there's this massive distance and that's where you go, oh, we fell. We fell out of love. Oops. No, you didn't. It's something that happened over time because yep. of behaviors. Mm-hmm. And then even those those differences we, we had that we used to view as strengths, they do become the things that drive us nuts. And a helpful mm-hmm. tool for that, because that's a big issue, is we have another episode called Help My Spouse's Flaws Drive Me Nuts. Great perspective changer in that episode. We will link that in our show notes because these are things that happen from repeated behaviors Mm -hmm. over and over again. You're not just waking up one day going, oh, I'm out of love. No, not at all. I I, I say this a lot because I, I really, I think it's impactful. Mm-hmm. We get good at what we practice. Mm-hmm. We just tend to practice the wrong things yeah. and get really, really good at them. Yes. So it's time to stop practicing those things and practice better things. So one of those better things we can start practice, uh, practicing mm-hmm. is we can start discussing some yeah. of these struggles. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, are, are you sharing or it has all the conversations, just sticking with that kid idea, are all the conversations about the children. Yeah. About, or or if you're, even if you don't have kids, is it just about schedules? Is it about where you're going to be and when mm-hmm. you're going to be there and timetables and the weather, so to speak? And you're never really talking about real things. Yeah. And when you're talking about that, I'm, I'm thinking when they even start discussing the struggles that mm-hmm. you have, talk about the problems because avoidance creates resentment Oh yeah, for sure. Both sides. But when you're talking about the struggles, it's not just mm-hmm. being willing to talk about the problems, but it's also how mm-hmm. you talk mm-hmm. about problems because one of you may be saying, I've told them all the time. I tell them all the time, mm-hmm. but will you share, cause you're good at sharing about this, like the difference between criticism and complaining. Oh, yeah. Because no. criticism will make your spouse be on the defensive immediately and shut mm-hmm. them down. And that might be a reason why anything you're sharing is falling on deaf ears. Yeah, absolutely. Because you look, you you can complain. Mm-hmm. You're, it's okay to complain. Look, honey, you look. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it's that idea. You left, the, you didn't rinse out your oatmeal bowl. And now I'm going to need a, a jackhammer to get that oatmeal out, you know, or we just need to throw it away. You yeah. know, we were so, so it's that's that's you could complain, right? Mm-hmm. Something that we need to address things, yeah. we need to to correct things, that kind of thing. Criticism is when it gets personal. Mm. You you didn't rinse out your oatmeal bowl again. 
Mm-hmm. You're you're never doing that. What's wrong? The messages you are. Yeah, you're always. Mm-hmm. Doing, they're what's wrong with you? How were how were you raised? What you, were who you raised thinking? you? What were you thinking? You know what's right? There's something that's a deficit. Mm-hmm. There's something that's a problem with you in the way that in the messaging. Now you might not be thinking that when you're saying that. No, but no, you know, and you're saying it from a place of pain. Yeah, you're frustrated. Absolutely. You're hurt. Yeah, you're how, yeah. How could you not? Desperate. How could you not see that needed to be picked up? Right. But the messaging, unfortunately, on the other side, it isn't that, hey, I need help that for you to be looking around and helping me out without me mm-hmm. asking. And what's heard is, how are you so inept? Mm-hmm. How are you inadequate that yeah. you are incapable of, do, of doing these things? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think that's anything that's, <laughs> that, that we're starting off with. Yeah. I'm not saying we don't get there. But that's a that's not probably the yeah, start. Yeah, we let a lot of those things slide in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We're like, like, fine, I can take care of the oatmeal bowl. I can do all this. Yeah. But over time, when life gets busier, things get more demanding, those things become more noticeable. And we tend to share the issues out of a place of frustration mm-hmm. instead of out of a place of resolution. Yeah. Of, hey, babe, this is, I don't have time in my mornings to do this. Could you please at least rinse out your bowl so yeah. I don't have to do this. It becomes with, why do you always do this? Yeah. You're, you're never helping. You don't ever do anything to yeah, help. Yeah, you don't care about me. Mm-hmm. You don't care that I'm inconvenienced or I have to go through this problems, and that's why you're doing it. Because if you cared about me, then you would do what I asked you to do. Or right. you, you would think be thoughtful about this. So we, we personalize a lot of this, and then that's where the criticism, I think, tends to come out of. Instead mm-hmm. of us just going, hey, look, help me out here. Yeah. Help, help me help you. I yeah. mean, yeah, look, if you want to listen to a boundaries, you know, the, you know, episode, we have, we have episodes about boundaries, but in simple boundaries of that is, well, don't leave it, leave the oatmeal stuck in mm-hmm. there. Next time they go for an oatmeal bowl and it's got oatmeal stuck in there. It's like, well, this, Hey, this has oatmeal stuck Get on there. Get it to yourself. Yeah, yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> why, yeah. Why? Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah, And, and the, the struggle with communicating properly, not from a place of frustration mm-hmm. is that it requires vulnerability. Mm. Yeah. It requires you saying, I have this need. I, I need your help in this, yeah. or this is really hurting me or bothering me. And when you communicate that vulnerably and you remove the anger and the frustration, you're really kind of setting yourself up to be disappointed and hurt again. Yeah, sure. Because I can share my heart and say, this is really a struggle for me. And this mm-hmm. is beyond the oatmeal bowl. Obviously. Oh yeah, obviously. But it, it really is a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. And then if I've shared that vulnerably and you still don't, it's painful. Right. And so that potential outcome will keep me from sharing. Yeah. Then it's no longer about the symptom of the oatmeal bowl. It's mm-hmm. about the issue about how you, how much you care about me right. and how much, you, how important I am to you. Right. And we also, when we're frustrated with things and we have issues, we tend to use our mouths more than we use our ears. Mm. Mm-hmm. We it, because I I know for myself like it's way mm-hmm. more important for me to drill it into you why what you're doing is a problem than it is for me to go but let me hear your side yeah let me hear why because even mm-hmm. as simple as oatmeal bowl it's like babe I'm sorry I'm I'm just rushing out the door and I'm I'm just trying to eat last minute and I don't have time and then I come home and I forget all about it mm-hmm. I, or, I'm not willing to listen to that I just want to demand you to rinse out that bowl yeah because it, it, it let's and let's be honest and not just to you it's just anybody mm-hmm. a lot of times because we get so stressed about all the other tasks we have and all the other mm-hmm. things a lot of the times we try to train our spouse yeah 
to not inconvenience us in those ways again. Yeah. And then we get mad at them Mm -hmm. when they're not being properly trained by us, which is something we should not be doing in the first place. That probably should be a whole other episode that we could could talk about just just that, that that laying on the horn and all that. But you know, so when we're talking, you know what, here's here's a way to 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 work on that. Mm -hmm. Be curious. Yeah. When you're having a conversation, be curious. Try to see it from their side. Try yeah. to see, like like you were saying, see, okay, where are you coming from? And try not to defend yourself. Yeah. You know, when the other person goes, well, because you'll do this. Don't, well, I only do this. No, no, yeah. no, no. Just, okay. So you, what you, you're, so you're, you're saying that this is what happens. And so you mm-hmm. think that I'm going to like get all on you for that. And, and that's why you're, yeah, that's why you worried about that and forgot about mm-hmm. this. And okay. All right. So that helps me out. And then how, how can we kind of, because, because yeah. if you, if you get defensive, you're going to shut it down. Yeah. And if you're wanting the conversation, you do things to help the conversation. Right. Make yourself approachable. Mm-hmm. And and that's one of those things, like a, a quick tip for doing that well, is when you're upset about something and you want to share it with your spouse, before you do it, develop that mindset. Before you share, go, okay, I need to remember to listen. Mm. I need to remember mm-hmm. to share and to listen yep. because that's what's going to help. And and that's also what's going to create that emotional intimacy as well. When you begin to learn to share openly, honestly, and vulnerably with one another, and you listen and your spouse feels heard, you're going to develop that emotional intimacy. And outside of the issues, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but we actually have a course. It's a Mm -hmm. four-week plan. It's called Restoring Connection. And it is a great way. It's conversation starters. It's video teaching from us. Mm -hmm. Very affordable. We'll actually put the link and a discount code in the show notes. But it's a way to practice outside of the conflict. And to create that emotional intimacy. Because when you have that connection, it gets much easier to share the problems because you're now feeling safer yeah. with your spouse. We can walk into deeper conversations, deeper mm-hmm. waters, and not think that the other person's going to all of a sudden... We don't have to walk on eggshells. Right. Because I guess is right. a good way to put that. Right. And so go grab that course if that's something you need to work on in your marriage. But if you want to restore that love again, you're going to have to also learn how to be a good forgiver. Mm-hmm. And something our, our, our pastor has said is that this is a chalkboard moment. And that means... You erase everything on there. We're not looking back at all the junk. We're wiping the chalkboard clean and we're starting fresh right now. Yeah. Because you don't want to be, you can't make new things. You're not going to be able to read something you're writing on top of a covered chalkboard. Great point. And so erase it clean and go, you know what, from this moment now, Mm -hmm. we're going to have a fresh start. You can't drag around all the the flaws of your spouse and all the lack and all that and everything you're stewing on Mm. and move forward. You're not going to run your race if you well. If you don't put down the baggage, if you don't yeah. put down what's weighing you down, you cannot run ahead. Cast off all the hindrances. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so, and if you're doing these things and you're still not getting to where you need to be, get help. Mm-hmm. Like there are professionals, we're available for that type yeah, of coaching and yeah. helping and get the help that you need. There are courses, there are resources, there's professional and pastoral counseling. Yeah, absolutely. But don't feel as if you can't move forward. Mm-mm, no, it's, it's possible to move forward. You just look, we, we've got to have, 
our goals in mind? What is it yeah. that we want? Because mm -hmm. uh, most of the time, you're going to find out that both of you want, really want most of the big things together. Yeah, you, and we end up focusing on what I don't want. Here, yeah. let me tell you, the, <laughs> let me dump out the bucket of the whole list of everything I don't want. Right. And it's like, well, what do you want? And half the time, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or it's very generic. I just want to yeah. love you. I just want you to love yeah. me. And if you don't know what you want, then it's really hard for you to share with your spouse <laughs> what they what you want, yeah. right? You, know, you just need to know what I want, even though I don't know. You know, yeah. so spend some time if you need to. Think about what it is that your, your mm -hmm. goals are. So that way you can start to share them with each other and start to work towards them. Yeah. Start to have, have a plan that, that's because look, if when you start to have a purpose mm. and that you're going towards, and I and I forget the, the verse, but it's like striving forward in that mm -hmm. race where we throw off the hindrances. Mm -hmm. And this in is the, the, in the Hebrews, mm -hmm. it's the race of for Jesus. But it's the, the principles, that concept that if we're in a race, we're pushing forward and we're able to let that other stuff. And you know what you're running off. towards. Because you know what you're running towards. Mm -hmm. You know what the prize is at the end. You know mm -hmm. what the thing is. And so you have that purpose that it really helps you make the makes your couple be more single-minded. Yeah. And that actually is something that we do mm -hmm. uh, in our our weekend reboots, our marriage intensives, where we do work with couples to yeah, help develop. Yeah, we invite develop. you into our home. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. In our home, we feed you good stuff and <laughs> and and work two days for the weekend to f figure out what's what's some vision, what's yeah. your purpose, and, and make, make plans to accomplish that yeah. in your marriage and other aspects of your life that can cause these these issues. And mm -hmm. and how can you work forward together as a team? Mm -hmm. focused on your marriage's purpose, that your marriage has been purposed. So you just, those things are the, the ideas of, of ways to engage each other. Yeah. Trust God through this, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and, and this is one of my favorite verses. I love this. It's Isaiah 43, 19 it says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now mm -hmm. it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Yeah. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Mm -hmm. And so many times God is going, look, marriage is good. This is, this is a good thing. Why do you not get this? <laughs> do you not see this? And the answer is no, because mm -hmm. I'm focused on everything negative mm -hmm. because I'm afraid because I'm scared that we've lost our love. I'm scared we're not going to be able to make this. Whatever it is, and we're not remembering that we're dealing with the creator of the universe. Mm. His mm. words spoke this world into creation. Yeah. We forget that we serve a God who brings dead things to life, mm. who makes new things yeah. out of old where the things have passed away and, and we can become a new creation. Mm -hmm. That's the God that we, we serve. He makes streams in the wasteland. And so the most important thing you can do is have that hope and really believe that you're not in a hopeless situation mm -hmm. because you serve a God that creates new. He was Amen. a creator when he spoke the world into creation and he is still a creator today. That is who he is. And so when you believe that God can take your dead marriage, your loveless marriage and bring it back to life, that is when you can truly enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey.